You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. What is going on, everybody? Uh, I'm already laughing. I'm already laughing. I uh, have an amazing, amazing guest on today. Before I bring him on again, as always, I want to thank Nine Line Apparel. I uh, got a new shirt and the hats are coming back in stock in a few weeks over at Nine Line. But if you uh, if you want to pick up anything at the store, please use the code DRUNK3PO and get 20% off your entire order. Also, geeksandgamers.com. Head over to geeksandgamers.com to find some amazing content channels, news articles, pop culture, video game reviews. Everything is over there. Go check it out. If you want to watch this live, this live recording that we're doing now, uh, you could catch it over at the Drunk 3PO YouTube channel. And as always, uh, these always get flipped over to my members. So thank you to all my channel members. So now that that's all done, would you please welcome uh, As from Heel versus Babyface? How are you, sir? <laughs> I um, I said to Jay, you said, do you want anything? Do you want me to do anything for this stream for you? <laughs> And I said, yeah, could you could you just wear a piece of merch which symbolizes my channel? And he said, sure. So he bought a, a nerd Roddick hat. I, actually, I wear different hats for different shows. They Unbelievable. Just happen, Unbelievable, man. They just happen to be on the, on the... I mean, I, I, was, I almost wore the... Uh, like, I, I was close to Krispy Kreme because that was closest to me. Mm. And then there was Ryan, but I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to, you know... I think that's too much. So I, I usually I just grabbed Gary's. It was right right next to me. So you don't have a you don't have a snapback hat on your merch, yeah, do you? I you do have a snapback hat? Yeah. I got loads. And I will guarantee you. I got, I got right some now, from truckers. Truckers send me hats. I'm gonna get a snapback heel versus baby face hat. That's that's a that's a promise. I'm gonna do it right after the show. I don't have any. People like to uh you're like not impressed. <laughs> it's like I don't care. <laughs> what does that what does yeah. that do for me? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. As just woke up and I'm so glad that he's here with us drinking his uh morning coffee. Uh, mm. a lot of people in here. Thank you so much for being here with us. We'll get to the super chats very soon. And um but how are you doing overall? Everything is well, everything is good. Happy? Yeah, very. Life's good. Life's good. And when life's good, you gotta you gotta embrace it. You gotta uh you gotta appreciate it while it lasts. So yeah, life's uh, good I've, and and I'm a very happy man right now. That's well, I just have to say happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying back it with at you, you, but I'm a little bit worried right now. <laughs> You're taller than me, so I don't know how much fight I'd have in me. Am I taller than you? Six four? Yeah, I'm five eleven. Okay. All right. It would be a good uh be a good show though, that's for sure. Um <laughs> maybe. Sorry, for, I can't for, for uh... Jeffrey Epstein and friends, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be laughing the whole time. I just want y'all to know that. Uh I don't know why. I just it's uh I am in a good I'm in a great I've been in a great mood all week. So this is just like icing on my Valentine's cake uh to have to have as here. But before the show started, we were talking a little bit about YouTube and you're coming up on a 10 year anniversary. 
Yes, uh, April the 13th. 10, um, years, on ten years on YouTube. Crazy. Do you remember your first upload? Yes. What, what was it? Vividly. Absolutely vividly. I remember the whole last few days, well, the few days leading up to it. Uh, I remember uh, getting myself some free, I think it's called Fraps, some free <laughs> capture software. And then I did a couple of tests because uh, I created the channel on the, the 10th of April, 2012 was the day I actually created the channel. 13th was the day I released my first video. And um, yeah, I did a, did a couple of tests and it worked. And I was just like, oh, wow, okay. So I did this absolutely terrible video, which is still up there for people to laugh at. <laughs> Mine's too. Where, because uh, the video channel was going to be about World of Warcraft and video game, well, World of Warcraft specifically. And uh, they just opened up the, the beta access for Mr. Pandaria. And uh, there was only one zone available for us to go in. And they had a flight path. There's like flight paths which you can fly to. But the top half of the zone, you couldn't get access to. They blocked it off. So I did this half a flyover of the zone. And there's me trying to talk about how nice the zone looked. And it was a mitigated garbage. And after I did it, I thought I was the best thing in YouTube. <laughs> you ever go back and like just randomly pick one and go, wow, what was I thinking down this day? <laughs> like, uh, I, I, no, I never regret anything I did. I've yeah, done some yeah. terrible things. I never regret because uh, everything at the start is a learning curve. I thought mm. YouTube was going to be, I thought YouTube was going to be easy. I thought, oh, because I don't understand how the process actually works with algorithms and, and such. So I just thought you made a video, you put a video up, thousands of people just organically managed to watch your video overnight. And uh, a new star is born and all of that. And uh, I put my first video up and I, I came back the next day and I had 36 views on it. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is going to be a little bit tougher than I thought it would. So you thinking 10,000, 20,000 people? Oh, 30,000. 30,000. 30, 35,000 people. That video is going to be on 35,000 views because that's just how YouTube works. I had I no even, idea. How did like the, uh, like back then you didn't need, like you could start making money off YouTube instantly back then, right? Like, like, um, did, you like now you need a certain amount of money to, to get paid out. Right, but I mean, like now it's like you need a thousand subs, four thousand watch hours mm. to even be considered into the monetization yeah. program. Yeah, there was none of that, so it was just upload and go. At yeah, that. So if I had point. done a video with thirty thousand views, I would have immediately got paid out. And, <laughs> and then a star was born, man. Star was born. No, a star failed immediately. A star fell, and then I but realized, you, you, okay. Thank God I have some life savings put aside because this is going to be a lot, <laughs> a lot more difficult than I imagine, and my life savings are going to have to keep me going until I either sort this out or go back to um, working in an office. But you, I mean, so but when you started YouTube, it was like, this is what I want to do, so I'm hmm. I'm going in, I'm jumping yes. in the deep end, cannonball, right? Like this mm -hmm. was it. 
this was it. I found something that I enjoy, something I want to upload, and I'm off to the races. Yeah, and, I've always uh, been a gobshite. I've always been a gobby person, a loud person, uh, obnoxious person, too too many. Um, and uh, I I always kind of wanted to make not when I say make people laugh, I don't mean in a comedic sense. Like I want to be a comedian right. on stage. I just always uh, kind of enjoyed just making people laugh, just chuckle. And um, and and uh, I I I distinctly remember a time when I was at school. I had this teacher, very strict teacher, and I hadn't done my homework one day. And uh, I I uh, I had to explain to her that I hadn't. Now I was just like, I'm sorry, miss, I, I haven't done my homework. And I thought I was just going to get absolutely shouted out. And she just turned to me and she went, uh, government name, which we'll refer to as as from here on in. And she went, as, she went, your charm won't get you everywhere in life. And I took that as, oh, great, I'm charming. Awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my charm to get whatever I want. <laughs> and so from there on in, it was, it was uh, I would just try and, just kind of, uh, you know, want to entertain people or just want to make people kind of smile or chuckle or laugh or uh, get some sort of reaction. Uh, and, I, and I just, yeah, but life is life and life doesn't go the way you want. And no, not I ended all up the just time. doing what a lot of people do, which is working all over the place, barman, theme parks, uh, offices, uh, food factories, you know, just doing anything to earn money and, and survive. And um, I uh, I got to a point in life where I was working a job. I was doing okay. I was making okay money. Uh, but I hated the type of job. I hate I hated doing sales and advertising and marketing. And um, I just hated the process. I liked the, doing the the meetings and all that kind of stuff where you're trying to taught people into getting the product or whatever but i just hated the process and so i said because i was an avid gamer and i'd watch youtube i'd watch total biscuit on youtube and i just really enjoyed his very matter of fact commentary i just said to myself one day i said uh, i can i'm sort of getting on now so if uh, i i've got two choices i can either just accept my lot in life and continue to work in an office for the man. And uh, as I had seen, because I, I was working for a small company and I was doing very well there. And, and every time I did well, they reduced my bonuses and reduced and up my margins and stuff wow. like that. Because, you know, I was, I was hitting the targets that they wanted me to hit. So suddenly it was just like, well, we're going to reduce this bonus and, but you got to do more to get it now. And, so all that kind of got very frustrating. Uh, so I said, yeah, I can either continue to do this and it's going to get to a point where I'm going to hit a ceiling and I'm going to coast. That's going to be my life until the day that I die. Or I can try and do something that I want to do. And I really liked the idea of YouTube. And I really liked the idea of uh, content creation being your own boss. Mm. Um, being beholden to yourself, your own work ethics. Uh, and so I had some, like I said, I put some money aside. I had some life savings. I had I put some money aside and decided that um, out of the blue, I was going to quit my job. 
Um, and then I was going to have a crack at this YouTube business with no real plan in place at all, other than I'm going to make it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's the best plan. You know, it, it's it's interesting to me this, when I when I speak to a lot of people uh, that are living doing something that they enjoy. It, it, it there was just a there was just a moment in their life where they just were like, "It's either I'm going to be this that I don't want to do, or I'm going to see what happens this way." It's like there's always like this fork in the road moment where it's like, "Now's mm. the time to either go this way or I'm going to go this way," and I'm not, you know not going to go back everything that i have i'm going to put uh you know forward but the one of the most amazing things about youtube is the ability to stay re relevant over that long period of time because we've seen people on youtube that have you know they skyrocket up and then mm -hmm. they just kind of fade out into existence um you know there's there's youtubers now that have like f millions millions of subscribers yet they put out a video and like 5000 people watch their mm -hmm. videos now and the fact that you have been able to just keep the bar graph moving in the right way uh, is, is a testimony of who you are as a person and like, you know, the drive that you have. And also that you kind of you've your content has changed over the years. You know, it's like you, you just didn't stay here uh, or go here or just say, no, this is what I'm doing and and I'm not doing anything else. Mm. Um, you've had you've had some, you know, mm -hmm. changes where you're just like. And how was that? Like, was that nerve wracking to finally say, I'm going to talk about this now. Uh, I know, however, 60,000 people subscribe because I was doing this. Yeah. And now I want to do this. Um, how does that for any YouTuber watching? How was that that change? Because I know for a lot of people, it's scary. It's kind of like if I step into another pond, are all these people going to jump over with me or are they just going to leave me? And it's just one of those oh, things, hmm. you know, um, um well, the, the, the thing when I started my YouTube channel was, although I wanted to make it on YouTube, my idea of making it was a lot different, I think, than a lot of other people. I think a lot of other people come onto YouTube and they're just like, I'm going to be the next PewDiePie, I'm going to be the next mm. this, I'm going to be the next that. My idea when I joined YouTube was, I'm going to make a living off this. That's That's what my intention was. I didn't want to be the biggest youtuber i didn't want to be the most successful youtuber um i thought those sort of ideas are, are ridiculous to have uh you i just wanted to make youtube give me a living and if you pay your could, bills could, yeah yeah if youtube could earn me a living if if i could pay my rent pay my bills you know put food on my table and i used to have this saying when i was when i was uh the first few years that I, I did YouTube when I were over our streaming, I always said to people, as long as I can pay my rent, pay my bills, put food on my table, I will continue to do this because I loved doing what I was doing. And so I didn't at that time, you know, desire anything more. I just wanted, I wanted that, um, that, that feeling. Cause I, I wanted to have that feeling that when I went to bed on a Sunday night, I didn't dread the Monday morning. Mm. which is the feeling that I'd had pretty much the whole of my life. It was just like, fuck. when I was a kid, it was Sunday night. I've got to wake up and go to school tomorrow. Oh, mm -hmm. when I was working, God, it's Sunday night. I got to wait, you know, I've got to be up at seven and then I've got to be in the office at eight. 
and it was always that that awful kind of feeling of of dread and it's just like why why do i feel this way you know why should i feel this way this is not a healthy way to feel um about your about, about your work so i wanted a job i wanted to do something that when i went to bed on a sunday night it was i was going to bed on a sunday night and when i wake up on a, a monday morning I would be like, okay, what we're going to do today? What we're going to discuss today? What we're going to make a video about today? Um, and so when I started off, I was very specifically World of Warcraft because that's what I was playing. It just so happened that that's when World of Warcraft kind of started its downturn. <laughs> uh, and so I thought I was going to be doing this channel where I, everything was going to be great. And I'd be like, oh, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Uh, and and you started to creep in certain elements going, well, this is actually not so wonderful and this is not so good. And uh, so I got a bit of a rep as being the, um, the, the, the wow naysayer. Uh, and it's quite funny because a lot of the stuff which I was saying years ago in World of Warcraft, a lot of the content creators started saying recently, mm. particularly with all the stuff going on with wow. So I, I now class myself as ahead of the curve. Um, I could see this coming a mile away. But when I... I think it was like five years in. Um, yeah, but approximately five years in, four, four and a half years into YouTube. I just, I didn't want to do WoW anymore. I, I, I realized that I was dialing in the videos and I didn't want to dial in the videos because I didn't want this to turn into what other jobs had turned into. I wanted to enjoy what I wanted to do. And so I said to my, so I literally just created a video saying, I'm not going to be doing any WoW content. From here on in, I'm, 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 I've had enough. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Oh, so you just uh, told your audience, hey, yeah, everybody. I did it. Yeah, uh, not the wisest thing to. Well, when I say not the wisest thing to do, I should, <laughs> in hindsight, you didn't weed them off, you know. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I could, I should have. Uh, well, I mean, I learned. I, there's, there's more I learned from this. I, you know, I said I can't. Starting from Monday, I'm just going to be doing generalized gaming videos, and and and. There was actually a lot of positivity around that in the video. A lot of people were going, oh, you go for it. You know, you go for it. Why not? So I, I knew that the views were going to go down initially. Uh, but I was hoping that I could get an audience that would that would kind of follow me through. And in hindsight, yeah, I should have gradually just said, look, I'm going to introduce to the channel, apart from the WoW stuff, and introduce some other things. And uh, so I started doing this generalized video game content, reviewing videos, doing a couple of silly things here or there. Nothing lofty at all. Nothing different. And, you know, the viewership kind of dropped off a lot more than I than I imagined. So... Wow. It I, did drop. I, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a... I got into a, my own head, and I, I got up my own ass a bit. And I said, uh, okay... If uh, if this isn't what you guys want, then I'm going to create a, a completely different channel. I'm going to put it on there. And so I actually created a, a, a completely different channel, put the gaming stuff onto there, didn't do anything on Heel versus Babyface. And that was my kind of like, fuck you, which was so stupid and, and, and whatever, but there you go. And then... I would stream from the other channel and whatnot. Well, because I had my my Twitch account anyway, so I'd still right. stream from there. But I'd re rebranded, and uh, it got to the point where I had some I had some amazing supporters, but um, I was barely 
I was barely paying my rent now and I was barely paying my bills and I was barely putting food on the table and the few trinkets which I had managed to acquire over the course of the those four or five years, I had to kind of sell off. I ended up having to sell them off and wow. uh, raise raise revenue uh, to keep me going. And it, I think it got to October of 2017. And I, I for the first time, said to myself, okay, um, we're setting ourselves a time limit. If things haven't turned around by January of 2018, then we're going to shut it all down. And I'm just going to say, hey, I did five and a half years on YouTube. That's a lot more than more people, you know, a lot more than a lot of people have ever done. Great ride. Uh, but uh, let's let's go back to, we're going to have to go back to the man and, and earn and just, you know, do what we did before. Uh, and then uh, the very next month, November, Blizzard announced at BlizzCon that they are release going to start work on world of war class classic something that the fans had been asking for 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 ages and i have good friends real life friends around me uh that keep me grounded uh we keep each other grounded you know we no, nobody gets lofty and uh one of my friends texts me called me and said uh hey look this is the perfect time for you now. You've got to go back on your old channel and you've got to do a video about this. And I was like, dude, those days are gone. Nobody's interested in, in from Heel versus Bayface. Nobody's interested. How, how in long before uploads are we talking here? Oh, there's probably been six months since an upload. Wow. A, so your channel was just there for six months. Just I nearly closed the whole thing down. Hill, I nearly wow. shut down the channel. Wow. And and I think the video, like one of the last videos I had done was I did this really, in hindsight, nasty April Fool's joke video where I put, I'm returning to the world of Warcraft. And I just, and, uh, and people click on the video and I just sat there eating a banana reading a comic. And that, I thought I was, oh, I thought I was being so funny and edgy. And uh, I thought to myself, you know, I, I just really never took into consideration people's fe legit feelings because a lot of people, you just don't understand because you're behind a, a, you're in front of a monitor. Yeah. So you don't have that, that back and forth apart from what you read in the comment sections or what you're in. And, you know, sometimes why bother going to comment sections? And so some, you know, people who, who legitimately thought coming back were like really annoyed by this video because. They did feel as if they'd been shat on, and I had shat on them. So anyway, there'd been about six months uh, gap between between videos, and my friend, like I said, I'm having this conversation with my friend, and I said to him, no one, no one from Hill versus Bayface wants to hear from me. You know, I've kind of burnt that bridge a little bit, and my mate... it was went, a pride issue a little bit? Oh, very much so. Very yeah. much so, because my friend just went, you're a fucking idiot. That's the text okay. I got back. <laughs> I love friends like that. Yeah, that was the, the that was the exact that was all I got back was you're a fucking idiot, and I what? And it, and it was just like you don't you know you got these fans there, and they're desperate to hear from from you. You you have no idea how how it would uh, make you know how happy it would make them and and all this kind of stuff. And he was like you're just and he said you're just too full of pride. 
You're just wow. too full. Of, you just can't swallow your pride to go back and and eat some fucking humble pie. And I'm and I'm, you know, I take my licks when I know that I'm I'm deserving yeah. of them. And so I said I'll sleep on it. I think this was a Saturday night. I think I could be wrong, but I said I'll th- I'll sleep on it. So the next day I get up and I'm just like. Okay, let's do a video on on this WoW Classic stuff. Because I think I was streaming at the time. When it, when the announcement came, I was streaming at the time. Uh, and what somebody said, hey, Az, did you just see that Blizzard announced World of Warcraft Classic? And I was like, yeah, well, you know. So uh, the next day, I sit down at my desk and I'm like, okay, I'll do a video. If 4,000 people watch the video over 24 hours, I'll consider that a success. That, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to get absolutely annihilated in the comment section. Fuck off, as blah, 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 da, da, da. But you were ready. I just said, you know, I just thought, you know, I listened to the words of my, my mate and I was just like, put it this way. If, if, if he's right and if I'm, you know, if, he, if he's wrong, at least I can say, dude, I, I, I tried, you know. Yeah. I, so uh yeah i make i make this video and i try and start it off in a fun when i say a funny way i just i just start it off normally just like hi everyone it's as here from heel versus babyface so what well, I, I i i quit i left wow oh no no don't worry about that i'm back so, no, no, so i just I, so that's <laughs> just how like i start that. yeah just literally how i start the video don't try and do this sort of you know borrow a neighbor's dog and you're like hold the dog and go oh Hi, Jerry. How are we going to talk to the audience today? I don't know either. You know. Yeah, yeah. I stole all your money in a Ponzi scheme. Oh, well. Uh, you know, one of those <laughs> videos that YouTubers do from time to time. So I started off like that, and I just talked about what I thought of World of Warcraft Classic. Uh, the announcement and da-da-da. Finish the video. Upload the video. Go away. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to look. You want to see? <laughs> I just, I'm just going to go away, okay? So I, I leave it. I come back the next day. I'm just like, okay, let's let's see. Let's see what it is. Because I'm logged into a completely different account now. So everything sort of defaults to that. So I logged everything out, went back into the Hill versus Babyface account. And this video I've done is on like thirty six thousand views wow which at that time was like huge i was just like whoa like what the fuck and the ratio is like 99.x percent positive and i'm just like shit so i just go into the comment section and the comment section is just we love you we miss you we miss you we love you please come back we love you and i was broken what a feeling just going through this this um comment section just broken because i was like i've been such a fucking idiot Mm. you know i i think everything's about me i thought everything was about me my channel it's like it's not it's got nothing it's nothing to do with me it's about these people these people make you who you are yes uh your audience make you who you are without them you are nobody and nothing and i have proof of that because I've been through it. So uh, I did put a caveat at the end of that video. I was just like, if you want to hear what I have to say about the new expansion uh, or any other stuff from Wound, let me know. So um, 
they were just like, yeah, do a video on the other expedition. So I did another video on something else. And again, it got a really good reaction. And uh, so I did a, a, a few little bits of wow stuff, but I, I knew that it wasn't going to be sustainable in as much mm. as. So I, I decided to say, uh, look, guys, you know, I, I, we know where we are. I can only kind of like take so much of this. But, you know, uh, would you mind if I just sort of intersperse this with some other bits of content? And they're like, no, okay, you know. Just give us a little bit of wow and a little bit of other content. As a taper off period was yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. So the so the a year passed and it went round to the the next BlizzCon and Blizzard decided to suck me off that year because they announced Diablo <laughs> Immortal. And it was just like, oh my God. And so and so instead of me even saying, Hey, can I do a video on this Diablo? People were like, ah, Talk about Diablo Immortal yeah, now. Yeah. So, um, so I did these these couple of videos about Diablo Immortal, and like a big Diablo streamer watched one of my videos on his stream, and they got like a few hundred thousand views each, uh, which was like huge. And then, <laughs> then Bethesda <laughs> released the the beta for Fallout seventy six, which was an absolute joke. So they just so I, were handing you content. I know. So I just said, so then I said to my audience, I said, would you mind if I did a video on this Fallout 76 business? I promise you it would just be one. I think I've done about 30, 40 or never mind. And they were just like, yeah, 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 yeah. We want to hear. And, and that video did like 450,000 views. Wow. Um, Wow. And uh well it was just it was just this is a whole storm yeah. in a teacup that was happening in the gaming industry with what was going on with Blizzard, what was going on with Bethesda. And and I said, you know, would you mind if I continued on this 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 sort of gaming front? And people were just like, go, you know, go because I had got 30, 40,000 extra subscribers during this period of time as well. Uh and they were there because they wanted the new stuff and the other like the other audience that had returned back to, to watch me were open to seeing new things. And um, so I started doing like generalized gaming content for, for a good while. And it was, my channel started to, to really become healthy, the healthiest it ever been at that yeah. time. And then people, because they knew I was a geek, I'd talk about all the geeky stuff that I, you know, I'd like uh, and, and whatnot. They'd be like, Hey, Anz, what do you think about this back? woman trailer and can you do these back? Just, can you... the rest is just, history yeah, yeah they just it literally became people asking me to do things and then because i was a big lover of doctor who and i met with gary because of the doctor who business um then suddenly the, the gaming news started to transition into pop culture news um and the last two years because it's coming up two years next month since i met gary uh, and the last two years have just been a crazy wild ride. Uh, it's insane. It's been fun to see it, to be honest with you. Uh, quick question. Have you ever been recognized? Like, you ever, like, go somewhere and someone's like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> um, from somewhere. Once in my life. Yeah. Well, if and you it was, come to America, just get ready because it's going to be like, it was, it's gonna be like the was, Beatles all over again. I'm afraid that's what's going to happen when you get here. 
this was the this to me though was just like the sweetest um and i don't mean this in a patronizing way but it was just the sweetest thing because uh i went to the cinema with a couple of friends to watch uh, the last jedi ah! Yeah. So, you know, we didn't know the what we were in store for. <laughs> yeah. So I go to the cinema with a couple of friends of mine. And um, we're just waiting. We're just kind of like waiting to go in. And, and uh, there's this uh, there's this guy in a, in a wheelchair. And uh, his uh, mother or carer was like tucking him in. And, and she, she was like uh, dropping something or other. And I'm just I'm just one of these people that talk to people, you know. I just I just talked to people and I was just like, "You're right. Do you want to pick that up, or you know, is he? Are you are you too busy throwing things out for your mum? You know, and all that you know to try and he he sort of he sort of he giggled and then um uh and then he uh we just had like a little bit of banter between us and then he just said um he said by the way I said I was just walking off I was like see you, enjoy your movie and I just just walking off and he went oh by the way uh he said uh. I watch your channel as, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, I had no idea. No, no that's idea. That's cool, right? That's kind of cool. So I was just like, oh, man, you know, you just literally have this bit of organic banter yeah. with somebody, and then you have no idea because I, I don't ever go out thinking, oh, I yeah. wonder if somebody's going to recognize me. No, God, no, fuck no. And so it's just a, it was just a, a really nice sort of organic thing that happened, and I felt, oh, that's that's awesome. I, I like like most people uh, stop me when I'm filming for Geese and Gamers over at the theme parks because I'm always there. It's like I'm always doing a lot of live streams over there and stuff, so it it happens quite and now it happens quite often. So uh, that's a very it's always, you're in a specific place though. Yeah, like if I was to go to like a doctor who convention or a star trek convention yeah there'll probably be a few people that know who i right. was there because that'd be more of the the sort of home of your content so to speak well one time uh, this is a great my favorite fans meeting story i was i went to visit my parents they live in the middle of nowhere uh everyone drives a golf cart i wanted to take them out to dinner my dad still thinks it's 1982 that I can't afford to take him out to dinner. But we go to the seafood place and everyone's sitting around and I'm like, dad, let me pay for let, let me freaking pay for dinner. I'm grown, you know, and uh, <laughs> uh, the waitress comes by, puts her arms around me. She's like, hey, Jay, how's Gina doing? Like, you know, oh. that's, that's like what I get. And it's just like they're like, oh, I love your channel, this and that. And that. my dad's just like what so that little thing you do on the internet does like people know you he's like all right you can pay for dinner so i was like that was kind of neat. i was like in the middle of freaking nowhere uh so that was like what why the name heel versus babyface that's it's, like a uh, wrestling term you know yeah like, that's uh it means good guy and bad guy right heels a bad guy babyface is a good guy uh i know i'm a contentious person i know i'm a marmite person i like that I like that. I like being a Marmite person. You either love me or you hate me. And, so that's uh, a reflection of your character, then. Well, I the just heel. think, it, yeah. Well, I think it's a reflection of I, I'm. I'm not really, you know, sort of like an uncompromising person. You won't, you won't bullshit me. Uh, and I know that some of the stuff I'm going to say is going to piss you off, whether you like it or not. And I know yeah. that some of the stuff I'm going to say you're going to get behind. Uh, so I just thought it was quite an apt name. 
because I kind of play the good guy, I play the bad guy, I can play up to situations on purpose. Um, so I just thought it was kind of apt and fitting for what I did. I I do want to ask you, um, on a recent live stream, one of your early morning live streams, you, you made a statement that really, uh, it kind of grabbed me personally a little bit. You were talking about people's favorite franchises and ips and things like mm. that and about and, and we're in this weird period where the wrong they're all in the wrong hands basically mm. pretty much like they're all in the wrong hands right now and you said you were like don't stop loving these things and don't stop speaking out for someone like me <laughs> it, it really it was it that's a pill that's hard at least for someone like me because of star wars you know, you love something so much. And as you get, you know, it's a, it's always been a part of my life since ever since I, you know, little, and it's like, you've spent, I don't know, we could all say how much thousands of dollars we've spent on merchandise and shirts and toys. And yeah, I mean, we can go on and on. Um, and then it's like, you get to this point where it's, I had to just throw it in the trash not my stuff but like what's going on right now it's like i, I don't want to watch it i don't care to watch it i don't really care to know about it i laugh at it with other people and that's as far as i can go with it at least personally i have to go to galaxy's edge for my job mm-hmm. and i it, it is cool to see the millennium falcon out there uh you know that's about it uh that's over there because it brings back a lot you know it brings back a lot of memories with me and my dad and all the stuff like that and so um when you make a statement like that do you like do you really believe like like you really believe like if we keep speaking out and keep loving franchises yeah. that change can eventually 100 you know what these, i'm saying these, you these, I... yeah these front okay i i know what you're where you're coming from this is this is where i come from yeah uh these people who have who are currently messing these destroying these franchises they're messing they're putting their own ideologies into them their own politics into them their own uh neuroses into them everything yeah uh but you have to say to yourself this these aren't the people that created this franchise these aren't the people that made this franchise be beloved that was done by george lucas tolkien whoever it may be and and we fell in love with it because of their ideals and their ideology and how they wanted to see uh, the future, except Gene Roddenberry, Star Trek, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, see is it as, as, a, as a rental system now. This is currently in the wrong hands. The more we speak out, the more voice, the more noise we make, the more the people shout at us and criticize us and call them all the names under call us all the names under the sun the more those words lose their power and meaning because agree they don't mean anything anymore you know you could everyone's a nazi in this world now yeah uh, you know do you do you actually know what a my brother who's a who's a very sensible guy he's he's a very responsible guy uh he he's uh you know and and even now he's beginning to text me go do people actually understand what words mean uh, yeah. He and, and he was talking about the recent fury somebody put in his newspaper. They're, they're, they're fury over Joe Rogan or fury over this. And he's like, do, do people actually know what fury means? Because these are now meaningless words. So so everyone's everyone's a Nazi. Do you know actually know what a Nazi is? Do you know what the ideology right. behind it? 
you know, so so to call somebody a Nazi makes you look like a fool. Makes you look like a fool because all you're saying is, I cannot debate this person. I cannot uh, come up with a reason, a good valid reason of, of debate or argument to to disprove what they're saying or to invalidate what they're saying. So I'm just going to call them a big poopy pants. Right. Because that's in essence what it boils down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when we had, uh, for instance, yesterday with the, the Tolkien trailer, I saw this trailer weeks ago. I was sent this trailer weeks ago. Uh, because, uh, you know, people like myself and, and Gary and other people, uh, there is a lot of support behind the scenes, you know? Uh, Absolutely. These, these, these people, uh, these good people, you know, like, you know, when you look at cameramen or producers or writers or they hate or, it just or, as much as we do yeah, exactly yeah, exactly right, right. so so these people said like here look this is this is and so i got this trailer and it was just and it was like this is this is what's coming okay so i was like oh jesus fucking christ so every time i said you know i'd seen the trailer and they said what can you say about it and because there's certain that you know obviously i'm not trying to compromise the source but i'd say it's very diverse <laughs> you know <laughs> It's going to be very diverse. It's going to they're going to show you exactly what they want to show you, which is hey look, look at our um our, our, our spectrum or whatever. So so the more that we speak out about this, uh, and particularly with the Tolkien one, this had a pre-built-in you're a Nazi system. That was already determined. They were prepared. The Vanity Fair article mentioned it. Uh the onering.net were all prepared and they yeah. obviously did work with uh Amazon Prime to to uh to push the trailer this was a a, a, a already uh designated attack that they were going to go on for people that dare to criticize uh how this looked comparative to how tolkien uh, actually would have made it and so when you already have these predetermined attacks you're winning you are winning because they know that they're not creating something that is is uh respecting the source material they know that they're making something which is ideologically based yes and one thing that gary and i uh discussed is is when they showed the black female dwarf and gary's like well she doesn't even have a beard female dwarves have a beard and i said well gary they can't put a beard on her because she's black because they know because it's an ideological choice to change this these race of dwarves to, to black, that if they put a beard on her, it's going to look silly, because it's a female with a beard. And so they're like, well, we can't make a black woman, one of our ideological decisions, weird, by putting a beard on her. So already, your ideology is determining what happens yeah. in, the, in the actual fiction itself. And that's why ideology should not trump uh, source material. This isn't a place, Middle-earth isn't a place that is meant to be reflective of current day. It's not meant to be a reflection of modern day. It's a reflection of uh, medieval England uh, in, in a time where uh, we were, what we class here in the UK as the Dark Ages, where all our stories were kind of gone because of the invasions that were happening and the destruction of all the stories and all the uh, culture that sort of went alongside there um and so they he fabricated this this sort of period which he which he you know converted to middle earth and and had all the elves and the dwarves and, and the watsamajiggies so it's not it's not meant to be reflective now 
Uh, I watched the Criticals Drinkers video about it today, and, and he said something very, what I think is correct. And it was just like, if you don't like that, tough. Because that was not your, this is not your franchise. This is not yes. how you, uh, this is not you that created it. Now, because it doesn't go alongside current day sensibilities. And to me, I say, what does that even mean? Because to me, current day sensibilities is, is a bunch of uh, weirdos who claim they're progressive, who are actually right. using and abusing uh, black people, gay people, uh, uh, pe trans people. They're using them for their own gain. They're not supporting these causes at all. They're shields and weapons to be utilized. Uh, because it's so easy to to hide behind these these ideologies, uh, and that's and course, why when it's the right month, they change their avatars. Oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, Pride Month, Black History yeah. Month. Then it's then it's March, and then it's changed to something else, and then it's Pride Month. And corporations yeah. like, oh, there's nothing that means more to us in this month than yeah. Pride, and and we stick behind our LG. And it's like, do, do you fuck? You know, half of you are a, uh, sending stuff off to China to be made by children uh, in some of the worst conditions uh, imaginable yeah. uh, in buildings where they have to uh, bar up windows and put nets in in uh, stairwells to stop I've people from from committing suicide. <laughs> yeah, um, and and you want to you want to you know people who just have to do a, a, just a little bit of research see through see through this and and and. Once upon a time, the term woke used to mean somebody that can see right through the bullshit. Yeah. That's what woke used to mean. If you were woke, it was actually a positive thing because you could see, you were red, red woke essentially meant red pilled. You could see it. You could see what the real world was like. Now, of course, it's been uh, perverted because the, the, the SJWs tried to take the word woke for themselves and because they're anything but. They're anything but it, it's it's now been been uh, brought brought around and now it's a it's a term of uh, detriment. But do you think uh, this is not an endearment? This, this is why our IPs have been hijacked because the there's no creativity. It's just pushing. You know, it, it's a checklist pushing. You know, uh, ideology. So it's like instead of creating our own world where we can talk about whatever we want wokeness or whatever sjw we just have to let's just use it, something that's already been established because well, you know he's already said that well like Stop you said that. like people a lot of people i don't know what you call them normies or whatever mm -hmm. they will see lord of the rings and just watch it because i don't know i don't think not with this new one they'll watch the they'll watch the one from 20 years ago and they'll they'll, yeah. they'll be like oh this is great but then a normie will see what they saw yesterday and they'll be like this looks weird. Yeah, that was and me. Some of them would be like, "Why? Do, why does this? Why does this look weird?" Well, it, it looks weird, dude, because ide ideology has been added to it, and so it doesn't look right because it's now been brought up into to modern day. Uh, it's now got modern day sensibility. With Galadriel, for instance, in the original trilogy, uh, you could you could tell how powerful she was. Uh, just by the way that people responded to her. Yes. The sort of the way that people would act around her, the body language around her, uh, even that little bit where Frodo sort of offers her the ring and she kind of goes into yeah, the dark. She and you're the, the dark yeah. and she, but she's like, no, I will. I want to remain 
Gladriel the Fair, yes. the, you know, the beautiful, etc. Because she knows how the ring would would pervert her. It just needed those few little nuances for you to realize that Galadriel is a fucking badass. This trailer, she's holding a sword. She's in armor. She's fighting when she doesn't fight in any of the yes. uh, the ages. And and it's it's like they're overcompensating. We want to show you that Gladriel is a, a badass. So now she's like a a general, and she's got a sword, and she's going to be fighting. It's just like no, that's. That doesn't show us she's a badass at all. That shows us that you can't write a proper woman. It shows that you can't write a strong woman because you believe that femininity is a weakness. Mm. And femininity is not a weakness. So you have emas- you have masculated, not emasculated, you have masculated uh, this woman because you want to show her as strength. The people who are who who created the the upcoming Horizon Zero Dawn sequel talked about how they masculated Aloy for this for this next sequel for this first sequel because uh, they 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 uh, equate strength and masculinity together, but you can't have masculine males anymore because current. Current day sensibilities <laughs> don't allow masculine males because masculinity, they call it toxic. But it, but there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. They're trying to call masculinity of males toxic because they don't want males to exhibit those strong dominant traits. You think because that's they're why... trying to push an ideology of strong women? Uh, I think that's why in like the past two years, they kept the gyms closed and the... Um, you know, not talking about health and nutrition that is, that more like weird. You know, that is weird. So it, it's it's it. So men can't go to the gym and get strong. You know, like not just stay home. We'll take care of you. Grow It'll fat. be all right. You know, it's like there's a. I mean, women too. Like women go to the gym as just as often as men do. But it's, yeah, but we're getting we're getting these uh, fitness magazines with with um, and it's not. I'm not trying to call the the pot calling the kettle black here, but I'm just saying what we're seeing, which is fat women on the front of these yeah. health magazines going, oh, health this is, is healthy. Health yeah. at any size. And it, no, that's that's that is not true. This is this is a this is a Western disease that's in, in infiltrating. Um you look at movies from around the world, for instance. You go watch a Japanese movie. You go over to Japan right now and you go to the cinema and you watch the latest J- Japanese movie. Is that full of black people and white people and, uh, you know, uh, people from the Dominican Republic? No, it's full of Japanese people because, because it's based on, on, on the world in which they are in. Yeah. Um, in, in, in Japan, the same with Korea, the same with other places. It's only the West that has this unhealthy sort of fixation with, oh, we must represent every... Yeah, we have a diverse group of people in the West doesn't mean that the, this diverse group of people appear in everything right and now that it, it does have to appear in everything you can't there's not an advert in the uk i don't think anymore that doesn't have a multicultural family or and it's just it's just so weird to look at now because like well uk is like 85 percent white that's just how the uk is it's that's mm-hmm. not racism that's just a statistic i'm afraid you know, not that I, not when I say I'm afraid I'm apologizing for anything, is it's just an Anglo Saxon place, you know? 
85% white, but you watch all the media and you watch the adverts and you watch the TV shows and you'd think it was like 40% white, 30% white. You know, it's it's crazy because they just, they have to to push this ideology. They have so to- The like- UK and America are just, we're, we're dealing with the same issues as far as like that woke agenda type thing. Uh, is it like the same mindset it's, in the it's UK? Not that, there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely- Nobody's having a, a, a hissy fit when they see black people or Asian people or whatever. Right. But it's just the it's some it's in the um it's in the places that they put them. For instance, like if I'm in central London, I expect to see a multicultural place. Yeah, I expect to see that because that is what London is. London is is a is a big hotbed of of multi multiculturalism. But if you go to to north, uh, not necessarily north, because in in the north where I am. Uh, we have a very large Asian. By Asian, I don't mean Oriental Asian, X-ray girl. Uh, I mean uh, Pakistani Indian. Have a hissy fit, Jane. You have a hissy <laughs> fit, my love. Uh, so we have a we have a, a large Asian and Pakistani community up here. But you go into like you go into the rich South and the and the and the villages around the rich South. And you won't find a black person or an Asian person uh, for for love nor money. These these villages they are you know they are white villages etc. That's just how they are. That's just how the the, the how how I don't know the demographic has has uh, operated. And so there was recently um, a woman who uh, a a, a, a either a, either I think it was from Pakistani descent. Who wanted to cancel Frank Miller, the the uh, writer Frank Miller, mm-hmm. uh, and then she was talking, and and then when when I did a little bit of digging into her, because Frank Miller's a, a legend in the in the comic world, uh, with everything that he's created and written and and whatnot, and uh, I just had to do a little bit of research into her, and she, wherever she went, there was a problem. Uh, she spoke about I went to this convention in this place and she was talking like at almost kind of like a, an english village and she said and there were there were people that stood and stared at me as i was in my you know i don't think she was in a burqa but you know whatever she was she was ordained in and i'm thinking to myself it is a natural reaction if you've been living in an english village let's say and then somebody comes in and they're dressed in either in the burqa or they're dressed in some sort of um uh, you know, reflective garb of of wherever they come from. That some people are gonna, you know, they're gonna look. They're gonna stare because yeah. it, it's something that's different. It's something that they're not necessarily used to seeing. Now that look doesn't equate to racism. That quote right. doesn't that look doesn't equate to discrimination. It, it, if anything, it's inquisitiveness because they're inquisitive as to 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 what you're wearing. And of course, she immediately said it. You know, changed it into to this disgusting racist english village and and that the convention should have apologized to her and all this nonsense but see and, that and- i i agree it's this the first time i ever went to china we had two black couples go with us we were going to this one village and our you know how much china loves black people our uh well the people do uh government that's a whole nother story but the we went uh, We went to this village, and our tour guide went to them and said, hey, many of these people have never seen a black person before. Are you comfortable 
are you comfortable going? Uh, they're going to stare a lot and they're going to want to like ask you questions and talk to you and everything like that. Sure. And they were like, yeah, of course, let's go. And sure enough, we got off the bus. We go to this place. Started with the children, like just staring, you know, and like touching their hand and holding mm-hmm. their hand. <laughs> and like you said, they were just so like, wow, they're like they were. And then they were bringing them around the village. Like, look, look, look at these. And uh, it happens uh, like when I used to bring teams into Haiti, when I used to live in Haiti, if you had blonde hair, it was very much almost, we went to some places where they were like, they've never seen blonde hair before. And sure. it was like, wow. Like it's, I was like, they're going to touch your blonde hair. Like, are you okay? You want to put it in a hat? Like whatever. They're like, no, it's fine. And sure enough, it was the children, man. They were, they just wanted to see it. They've never seen it before. And, uh, and it just, it, it like you said, and then these people just turn every little thing they can you know, into something just like this lady that got, she was in the metaverse, right? And apparently she was groped in a video game. What in her own, she literally in her own home, you know, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, everyone, you put the VR goggles on and you go into another world and she's walking around and apparently somebody else was in that world and went up and touched her. And now she wants to sue uh, when she could have just, you know, taking the cockles, I don't know, but now, and so that's going to be interesting to see what happens on that because um, if she were to win, then how many other people will say, hey, you know, I was in your metaverse and uh, oh. <laughs> somebody came up to me and tapped me on the behind. I, I feel, uh, you know, I'm outraged. You know, I'm outraged that that could happen. So it, it's, does her uh, avatar have rights? Do you, does how I've, does that even happen? How does one uh, vi- virtually grope somebody? I don't know. If I do this to a girl, like, hey, girls in the chat, am I now virtually groping the girls? Am I now okay, the lawsuits are coming? Yeah, am come. I? Yeah, am I now eligible for lawsuits because of because of that? So, but at, getting back to the original point, keep fighting. You believe things will change. Uh, I do. Yeah. I, 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 uh, this is like, this Lord of the Rings is a very expensive show. This, this, the Rings of Power is a very expensive show indeed. And already the first trailer has got a very negative response. We know that the fans of these franchises are the first to, to speak out. But now that the normies are starting to notice, now that the normies are starting to, to wake up uh you can see it even in the modern marvel movies uh eternals flopped chong chi flopped black widow flopped these are movies which marvel expected to walk away with hundreds of millions of dollars of profit from sorry jane i apologize (laughs) you go out i'll I'll give you lunch next time before i (laughs) disgracefully grope you um these 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 flopped massively i think chong chi was the only one that pulled a profit and that was about 30 million maximum yeah it was small <laughs> it was tiny and, yeah, and, it was and small. you know whether or not that was actually a profit who who bloody knows and then uh and that's because these shows i mean all of them were ideologically based uh in one way or another the black widow was about um intersectional feminism men were made ridiculous the women were made to be uh flawless 
uh, and it made for a very boring, pathetic film. Chong Chi, the uh, the Never hook on Chong Chi was Asian people. Now I don't want to burst Marvel's bubble, but I've seen a lot of Asian people in my time. Uh, I've watched a lot of Asian movies in my time as well, and so seeing a movie with an Asian cast doesn't do anything for me. I've seen it multiple times, many, many, many times, and uh, invariably often uh, better than that film uh, by a long shot. And then Eternals, which was literally their attempt to say, "Aren't we so? Aren't we so inclusive?" And that film was laughably bad, mm. laughably bad. Uh, and, and so, what happens? Something comes out that normies just want some entertainment and fun with. Spider Man. Yeah. Is it the greatest film ever made? No, I think it's a solid seven, seven and a half out of ten. You know, I don't. It's not. It's not going to, to me, be the greatest film of all time. People but it's got wonderful hungry, moments. Man. It's got yeah. wonderful moments in it. It's got a lot of heart in it, and and more uh, and more importantly, it's not ideologically based. It's, it doesn't have any crammed in ideology at all. But and you know so, why people want to see Toby and Andrew is because we have been starved for something defense. to cheer yeah. for. We don't have any connection with any of these movies. No, how can how could you out. cheer for any of them? How could you cheer for uh Black Widow? She, yeah. she didn't do anything. How and could you oh. cheer for Chong Chi? His his sister and his best friend, who well, I don't it's know terrible. how uh, just drag him around the world. He doesn't have any agency of himself. The Eternals. Oh my god, I, I hate you. I hate all of you. You're horrible people. I just I how could you cheer for any of them? You can't. But you no. could cheer for you remembered Toby. Yeah, in, in Spider Man and how heroic he was. You can remember Andrew in, yeah. in Amazing Spider Man. You know Tom's a very charming actor. Tom Holland, very charming chap. Um, so these are people that you could actually get behind. These are people who are who are fighting to to save their worlds, fighting to save their loved ones. Very standard stuff, which is why we go to the cinema for escapism. Yes, not to be lectured to. Not to be, not to to see how Hollywood wants to sniff the farts and say, "Aren't we so progressive? Aren't we so wonderful?" No, yeah, we just want escapism. We want to, we want to get out of the humdrum of of real life for a couple of hours. We want to enjoy um, some people being heroic. Uh, that we can look at those people and be inspired uh, to to be better people, to act better, to be kinder. Uh, just, but now, just little but, things. But as we're on, we're at this place now. We're now like actors and directors are coming out. I've never seen anything like it in my time. Where they're like you said, they're they're literally telling us, "Don't watch our stuff." Good. It ain't for you. You're the problem. You're. I'd never like. I was blown away uh, when the Santa Ink stuff was coming out. I was like, all right, that's terrible. It's terrible. Like, I, I, I didn't even watch an episode. I just saw the trailer. No. Mm. Um, and, and you know what? We live in a country. If they want to make crap like that, fine. But we're still going to talk about how bad it is. For Seth Rogen to come out and say, everyone who doesn't like it are white supremacists. You're just like, really? Like, this is where we are? If we don't like, like, you can't take an L? Like, you, you can't take a loss anymore like hollywood you have to blame it on whatever and just say this if is somebody what calls we you white supremacist now take it as a badge of honor yeah but if I'm somebody just saying, calls you if somebody calls you a nazi now if somebody from hollywood if some dumb fuck like seth rogan some really stupid 
probably a little bit retarded, uh, druggy, like Seth Rogen, comes out and calls you a white supremacist or a Nazi. Yeah. Somebody that hasn't lived in the real world. Somebody that thinks that getting your car broken into 16 <laughs> times in LA is normal. Uh, if that person comes out and calls you something because you don't like um, his horrible anti-white, anti-Christmas, anti-Christian uh, film, and yeah. I'm not a religious person, but, but if, 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 if the roles were reversed and yeah. it was Christians and they were taking the piss out of Hanukkah, then there would be uproar. Yeah. There would be uproar of, uh, oh, here we go, more anti-Semitic stuff, yada, 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 yada. So there seems to be some really fucked up uh, mentality at the moment that everything's okay if to take to, to destroy to persecute as long as it's white and Christian uh, right now. And it's just like how 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 do you even think that? Particularly well, when you you are the ones who are claiming to have gone through multiple persecutions, uh, but they're not. These are people who sit in their ivory towers. These are people who get have been paid millions upon millions who don't need to ever want for anything in life again. People who sit in their houses during the coof and say, I'm stuck in a prison. Yeah, I know. I'm stuck in a prison in my With beautiful Bel Air mansion. <laughs> you know, you, and then you see out the window and they've got this beautiful pool. They've got this yeah. huge garden. Basketball they've got this course. gorgeous yeah. front room. They've got Some their chefs cooking for them. <laughs> you know. And although I can't move, I've still got, an, you know, my, my servants cleaning my house for me, looking yeah. after my kids, doing my shopping. Oh, it's, these people have no idea what reality is. And so because they've been so used to, to having, uh, the, you know, people blow smoke up their ass their whole lives, when it actually comes to, to legitimate criticism, because everyone can make a bad movie. Sure. You know, when a bad movie pe comes out, people don't stamp and stomp for six months going Rah! it's just like nah that movie's shit but That's when somebody, com but when somebody comes 4. out with an ideological movie bad movie yeah bad movies are fine we all, there's a ton of them there always will be bad movies yeah yeah but when but when you want to preach yeah. and you get clapped back for preaching and particularly when when what's coming out of your mouth is just hatred and you, and you, and then you want to try and turn that around now nah, there'll never be another series of santa ink made again so it doesn't matter how much Seth Rogen or Sarah Silverman. And I, and I, I just want to preface this quickly. I don't know if I have ever seen a woman as fucking thick as Sarah Silverman in my life from what's come out of that woman's mouth during the course of, of, of every oh, time I've heard her speak. America to separate, you know, and like she wants... Uh, it's... She can go to Easter Island. Fuck it, easy, go. Just go. That's, go. True. I, I mean... You know, some people are into that sort of stuff, but it doesn't. I don't think division is ever going to mend bridges. It's no. going to do the complete opposite. You know, what did we do after the war? We raised a wall in in Germany. Uh, you know, it was segregated. The Iron Curtain went down. You know, these are things that people aspired over the decades to to pull down. And and people who call for them to, to these these to be lifted back up again. That's it's, regression to me, not progression. It's regression. Well, see, that's why when you brought up the Last Jedi, I, I never saw a direct. Maybe this is uh, social media's fault, but I never saw a director go after people. And I have all the little receipts. People say as when people were criticizing his movie, 
he would send tweets of middle fingers to people and all that stuff like that man baby the whole thing and then so like that was the start of the end of star wars for me then of course we get into the mandalorian season two and the first person i noticed that was trying to build bridges back with fandom and star wars was carl weathers of all people and he would go on twitter mm. and he and and he would take the criticism and be like yeah all right we'll try to do better like literally would say we'll try to do better yeah that was and he, every time people call out a mistake on an episode he directed he called it a boogie he goes oh yeah that that was a boogie there yeah maybe we can fix it later and to me that was that was awesome. And Gina Carano started doing the same thing. And um, someone else on there, I can't remember who it was, one of the women, the other women, they were doing the same thing. They would go on Twitter and Facebook and interact with fans. Wasn't it the um, the uh, the Forge Master? And, uh, yes, 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 yes. That's right. And they would, they would interact with fans, positive and negative. They wouldn't call them names. They wouldn't say anything. They're like, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hey, we're doing the best we can. Basically, that's what they were doing. And there was a lot of, inter, a lot of interaction. Henry so, Cavill's a, he's another good one. He's, I mean, Henry Cavill's a geek. He's, he's yeah. legitimately like us. He's just unfortunately gorgeous and buff uh, and got wonderful yeah. hair, which, you know, yeah. I, I cannot adhere to. I cannot attest to myself. But when he was baited by one of the uh, interviewers that he went to see, and they called uh, they called fans toxic, and he he corrected them immediately. His passion, and he said yeah. they're not toxic; they're passionate. These are franchises that they've invested a lot of you know time, money into, and 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 they want to see uh, it represented as best possible. So, and it's great to hear that because that's coming from somebody who probably thinks the same way. You know, that when he, I mean, you can clearly tell that Cavill is not happy with The Witcher and the way that Geralt yeah. is being portrayed in this Witcher TV show. Uh, and rightfully so, I'm not. I think that the show's pretty garbage apart from him. I think he's the only saving grace to it right now. Uh, but fans are passionate and fans are always, regardless of, because you have a limited scope when it comes to, fans have decades of source material. And and somebody who makes a TV show is trying to tell a specific story in a very limited amount of time. Same with a movie. You know, we're going to tell the, the story of the death of Superman in a movie, but that's something that went over the course of 20, 30 comics, you know. Yeah. Except, so fans are never going to be 100% happy with the way that you uh, present source material in the limited formats that you can present the source material. Yeah, but that's at. what makes stuff like this awesome. So if, if something mm. came out, Spider-Man, me and you can go back and forth on what we loved and what we didn't love. Yeah. And that's what makes fandom great. That's what fandom used to be about. Yeah, and but now it's just like, you don't agree with me? You're the problem. You're yeah, wrong. It's, yeah, uh, uh, I didn't like Spider-Man's suit in the third act. I did like Spider-Man's suit in the third act. You voted for Trump. What? <laughs> exactly. I, I, exactly. Uh, what? Let's cancel him now. All right. Yeah. I found a 10 year old tweet, you know, because you didn't like Spider Man's suit. I found this old tweet of yours. Let's get him canceled. It's, uh, it's insanity. It's absolute insanity. Uh, it, oh, my goodness. But, but, because things like that never mattered before. It didn't matter. If you voted Labour, Conservative, Lib Dem, Monster Raving Looney Party, 
whether you were a Republican or a Democrat. None of, none of that mattered because it wasn't, it was never about the political aspect of it. It was always about the, the actual material, whether it be Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, The Witcher, Tolkien. That's what, that's what really matters. And that's why fandoms have always been incredibly inclusive. They've yeah. always brought people in from every walk of life, every color, both genders, uh, social economic backgrounds, rich and poor, doesn't matter. Uh, it's brought in all these people and they would come to conventions and they would share their love uh, of these materials together. Nowadays, they are, uh, it feels like they are very specifically wanting to cause division between these fans it's because it's, if you if you cause division then yeah. you can insert your own well, they, reasons for doing so oh this fandom's now it. split because they don't like the black people in tolkien it's got nothing to do with that at all it's about adhering to the source material i spoke yesterday about fantasy can be whatever it wants if you look at tolkien he created very specific fantasy with very specific laws. He created such a rich back story and everything so that he could craft these incredible stories. Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, let's just say for those movies, they are more fast and loose with their fantasy. Yes. So it, it, it could be... You, you have so the interpretation... Yeah. Came, right, right. So you can interpret yeah. it exactly how you want. So the rules of one fantasy film don't have to be set in this same in another fantasy film that's what makes things different so to see like in for instance conan the barbarian the movie there are there are black people there are white people there are men there are women fighting you know uh there are asian people you know there's the people from all kinds of different demographics that are in that movie because that's that world that's the way that that world is represented and nobody's kicking up a fuss because of it because we know that this is how this world is. Tolkien yeah. was a very specific, it's a very specific world. And that's why people are calling it out. And that's why we have this, this already inbuilt. So be vocal, be vocal. Cause we can get these back. Uh, Star Trek is, is, is throwing everything that it can at the walls at the moment. And nobody's watching any of it. Nobody's watching any of it. Ah, it's so painful. Let them you, you waste know. their money. Let yeah. them burn their money. Because it, there will invariably come a time where they have to make a choice. And that choice will be, do we make money or do we go out of business? Yeah. And, and yeah. if they, uh, if any of them, I mean, I would love them to go low. Let's push on with this ideology because then you'll be down and out and gone. Yeah. And when you're down and out and gone, then somebody who does want to make money will be like, oh, look, I can pick up this franchise. Yeah. And I can, I can make this, uh, I can make this franchise. Nobody... I'm not, I don't think any of us, let's just be honest. I don't think anyone, even in franchises that are treated really well, um, which are so few and far between nowadays, I don't think any of us are thinking that the the decision makers at the top of these companies are going, I'm doing it because I really love this franchise. No, they're doing yeah. it because they know what makes their audience happy and that makes yeah. them profitable. But they are smart enough to realize that if you give the audience what they want, they will purchase not necessarily just the streaming uh, key to go watch it, but they will purchase the merchandise to go alongside of it. And we can make money from that as well, because that's such a profitable side. But we see 
merchandise rotting on shelves from from popular franchises nowadays. It's horrible to see. Seemingly popular franchises. I mean, it's just like it's 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 horrible to see. Uh, just to go in and see dust on Star Wars characters, and you're just kind of like, wow. Well, it depends who they are. It depends well, who they are. I mean, they're they're just trying to get rid of what they have, and it's just sequel trilogy stuff. Uh, Disney. I was at Disney um, on February first, and their whole shelves of Star Wars stuff was Lando Calrissian. It's the start of. Uh, you know, February. Oh um, yeah, yeah, the Black Lives Matter month. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Black Black History Month. Hey, black look, History he's, month. he's yeah. a black guy. It was just all Lando stuff, and I'm like, really, guys? Like, you're not even trying. <laughs> like, you're not even trying at this point. It's just like, wow. Like, this is all that, proje- it's just projection. It's just projection. It's just image. It's optics. So this, they're no champion. They are no champion of causes. No, it's not anymore. It's like I don't want to. I don't want a hashtag about me right now. So I will. Uh, I'll do it. Do what I can and um, just keep the hashtag police away from me for whatever reason. Hashtags. It, uh, it's their currency. It's, it's their own they, fault. It's their own fault yeah. because they. You were the. You created these people. You allowed them to flourish. You pandered to them. You created them. Because you gave them breath, you gave them life, and you gave them validity. And you backed them and you supported them when the fans were like, this ain't right. You were like, no, 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 we're going to get, we're going to throw our support behind the people who are calling you ists and isms and phobes and whatnot. And now you have to adhere to their rules because if you don't, you're going to fall prey to it. It's uh it's a laughable uh circle of of shit. It's a it's definitely a clown world. Um getting back to yourself. Getting back to yourself. In your 10-year moment, maybe you already shared it. Uh did you have like a really high moment where it was like you could almost sit like in your YouTube career, you could just sit back and like that was cool. Like that was cool. I got to meet so and so, or I got to do this or I got to do that and it's like that was really cool. Like where you could kind of sit back and then take a day and enjoy it. Did you have, I mean, you might've had multiple moments, but was there one specific that just kind of uh, stuck out? Guys, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, because I, I, when I first started, I set myself a goal when I, uh, as I, I want to get on the front page of this website called MMOchampion.com. Because that was the biggest MMO website for World of Warcraft, for World of Warcraft news. So I said to myself, I, I want to get on that. It's my, it's going to be my thing to do. And then I think it was uh, within eight weeks of starting my channel, I got a video on the front page. Wow. And I, and I kind of thought to myself, oh, wow, okay, that happened. <laughs> happened quick. Yeah, so it's just like... <laughs> I made it. That, I'm that done, was going to be what I was aspiring to to get to, and 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 here I am. And then I think plenty of time has uh, has gone, but like uh, about a year or so into my channel, they actually approached me and they said, "Hey, we want we want you to work for us. We want you to make videos for us." Mm. But you'd have to leave your channel and and do it specifically for us. And I I wasn't prepared to do that. So I, I didn't, but that was that was pretty cool. 
It's cool um, to be asked. It was um, it was amazing just to get a little message from Gina a couple of you know a year or so ago. The only oh, yeah? contact. What was it? The only co- I just when when she got fired. Oh and yeah. We, we were all you know she'd followed me on Twitter. She doesn't anymore because I'm on a different account now. But she'd followed my Hill versus Babyface account, and she knows you, buddy. And then um, you know we all just sent her little messages of support when she got fired. Yeah. And uh, I just got a little message back just saying, oh, you know, like, thank you for for little message and whatnot. Um, and that was just kind of like a bit of a wow moment because, you know, she's a cool girl. I, look, you, you can fuck right off. You can. Because I've been following Gina every, when she was an MMA fighter, <laughs> you fucking shithead. So I've, I've been simping for Gina for like donkey's years. And then you fucking come along, get oh, Star Wars, Gina Carano, and now you're <laughs> fucking buddy buddy together. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck you. Well, for whatever, whatever it's where, whatever happened when she was going through the cancel stuff, I don't know what happened. She found one of, she found my video for whatever it's worth, and uh, that's when she sent me a message. She goes, "Thank you for this video," and I was like, and then it just went from there. But my so. the, the moment. I've already mentioned the moment. The moment I, uh, the wow moment for me was when I did that that um, that return video to the Hill versus Babyface channel. I just expected nothing but abuse, and I got nothing but love. Uh, just mm. you know, had all those messages saying we miss you, come back, and all that. That was that to me is the 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 defining moment of YouTube for me because it was a very real moment. Uh yeah, a very real moment for me and and just put a lot of things into perspective, put a lot of things into perspective for me. And uh yeah, I I said uh you know, I'm never going to make I'm never going to make that mistake again. I'm never going to get up my own ass again. Uh I'm going to remain as as grounded as I possibly can and I'm going to listen. Was that listen. So so going back to that moment, would you consider that your lowest moment in my, YouTube, like, or during that time, did you have like a really, did you have, and you don't have to share, but I mean, it's like, I usually ask everyone that same question. Did hmm. you just have a low moment where you had to literally motivate yourself to? Oh, there's, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, of, you know, two months in, two, three months into my YouTube life, I didn't put a video out for a week. So I, I, I was just like, oh, this is just. This is going to be such a hard slog. So I had to, I took like a week off, didn't do anything. And then I came back. I was like, sorry, folks, I was on holiday for a week. Here we go. Because I I, I just had to have a bit of a reality check with me saying, look, this is going to be really hard. And it's, you're probably going to burn through all your savings to do it. Will you be able to support yourself once you've burnt through your savings? And, you know, like I said, I had to sell off trinkets and whatnot then. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think my lowest moment was when I was thinking to myself six, sorry, four, four and a half years in five years in, I was thinking to myself, do I delete the, the heel versus barefoot channel? It was, it was, I was, you know, literally finger on button to, to delete that. And, um, uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was over. I thought it was. I thought, yeah, this is definitely a low. <laughs> other than this show, uh, other than this show, my lowest point was. 
so yeah, I mean that 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 would because that would have been wiping out five years of what I'd done. That'd be that would be given up and to even be contemplating doing that showed that your mindset was in a really uh bad place, wrong place. Um well, I, but, but I learned but other than that, it's 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 there's a lot more joy than yeah disaster here, I gotta say. I do I, I have learned in this uh, internet world, because I, I'm, st- I still consider myself kind of new. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just enjoying it, and uh, that there are moments where you just have to turn it off. You know, uh, at least for me, I, I just had to get like I, and go out. People use the term "touch grass." Like I literally have to turn it off and go outside and take a walk. You know, even if it's for a day or two, because it's it. Uh, learning how to understand you know the first time you started getting like death threats and hate mail and it was like wow that's new i never got that before and i was already know you're getting somewhere yeah but at the time (laughs) you know i don't think about it like that you know at the time i'm like um you know i had some scary moments on a live stream when i was actually at one of the disney parks someone posted my name and address in the live stream saying they're coming for me like, I know where you are. I'm coming for you. And, like, here I am live in front of a few hundred people. Um, and I just kind of put the live sh- it was on a cell phone. I just put the live stream down, went on my phone. It was like, can someone come into the chat? And I need a mod in the chat to, like, nuke all this stuff, please. So And I got to act like nothing ha- You know, you got to act like nothing happened. But at the time, it, it uh, you know, it, it it mentally could affect you if you let it, you know? So like there's, there's moments where you have to like learn not to let it affect you uh, in this YouTube and doing it for 10 years, brother. That's uh that's uh that's quite an achievement. You know, I've always like, had relatively thick skin and I, to me, me, a, lot, was, of, a lot of times it's water off a duck's back. So I think it's, Having thick skin, I get it. Like, I can get picked on and memed, whatever, stuff like that. After a while, though, I feel like when it came to stuff like that, um, it was really, it, it just was like an eye-opening, like, you know. Yeah, but you got to put it into perspective yourself. This, this I do now. Say, I do now. I didn't think I was saying. Like, I do now. He doesn't like my like, opinion of, of a stormtrooper. I was like, come on, dude. Got to get some perspective in life. And even yeah. even before I did any of this pop culture stuff, um, a lot of people would refer to me as the the guy who really doesn't give a shit what you say. So you know, uh, in a good, not in a you know a silly way, but in a good way, like somebody would go, "Hey, Azura," blah, blah blah blah, and I'd be like, "Okay." And a lot of people say, "How how do you how do you not get how does that not affect you?" And it's like. Unless that person is somebody who I who, who I respect and who has an effect on my life, then it has. Why should it hold any power? You know, if 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 Gary, for instance, went, "Hey, Azure," then I'd be like, "Ah, oh, okay, I got to talk to Gary about this and find out why he's yeah, like that." Yeah, no, but I've if always some, said if somebody that. In like... the chat's like, ah, rah, 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 I'd be like, "Okay." I've always. <laughs> I, I, I had to learn to create a beautiful circle of people around me. Uh, number one, to keep me in check. Number two, to check on me when they see me online and they're like, man, you look a little off, Jay. <laughs> like, you good? Like, it not every you day, need a though. nap? You need something to eat? You need a cookie? You know, you need, like, you need something like, uh, and those, like you said, those are the people that 
I really respect their opinion. Every everybody else, people will come and go, misunderstand what you say, misquote you, miss whatever, do whatever they want, come in halfway through a live stream and totally miss the point of what you're trying to say and uh, come after you. It's you know, and get your Twitter nuked in the process. Me and you are brothers in that. Uh, <laughs> in that out, we both got our Twitter, uh, our original Twitters. Totally, Let's just say, it's not something I cry about of a night. Yeah, I mean, it was I at first. Actually, they did me a favor. I was like, man, I got a lot more work done <laughs> without, yeah. you know, and so then just creating the Twitter again, just to kind of keep up with like news and stuff that's going on, because it does hit there. It seems like it does hit Twitter first uh, before, you know, before it, it goes around. But what is uh? do you have like um? do you have like a personal motivation? Like what keeps you going every day? Like, is there something that you know, keeps you motivated or something you want to accomplish, or it's just like, I love what I do. Yeah. I legitimately love what I do. Uh, I love making videos. I love live streaming. I love doing the podcasts with the boys and stuff. So I I have a legitimate love of, of what I do. So it's not a difficult thing for me. It's it's a difficult thing for me to do the laundry and, and, and do the dishes. You know, because I'm not highly motivated to do that, particularly. <laughs> but it's not—it's not difficult for me to uh, to sit down and go. Oh, I'm going to fire up a live stream, or I'm going to do a video on this, or I'm going to talk about that. And I, I think a lot of it is because I—these are things that I truly love. This isn't none of this is 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 optics. None of this is yeah. uh, is is just show off. It's not decoration. These aren't decorations. Uh, these are things which legitimately mean something to me. My gaming, I, I adore my gaming. My one in six collection, my Star Wars, my Batman, my Gina Caranos, my gay Stormtrooper, uh, my Azraels, you know, my my comics, uh, my Legos, my DC, all of it. You know, all of this, this, this legitimately means something to me. Uh, and that's why I have no problem speaking out about it. This is why I have no problem challenging uh dcs and marvels and and disney's and whatever's uh when they speak about this this is why i have no problem uh of people calling me misogynist and and white supremacist and nazi and all this because i know that their words are falling onto rock they are they have no meaning they're literally just bouncing off a rock i don't care it will i am unmoved by these these words that you say and every time that you say it to me i know that uh, I am probably more right than you will ever be. Um, so I, I don't have an issue when it comes to motivation because I am I am constantly motivated. And it does help that I got great people around me. It, I, it does help when, you know, I got people like Gary, a critical drinker, mm. um, you know, pe- uh, Mauler, you know, people that I speak to on a, on a regular basis and, and, uh, who keep me motivated because I I watch their material and I see how good they are, you know, and and I I, I don't think I'm ever going to be as good as they are by any stretch, but I but just seeing how good they are and 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 it just gives me more motivation to and, and keeps my voice loud and um as long as the companies keep fucking up, I'll keep speaking up against it, and if they start deciding to to make some good stuff they'll speak up about the good stuff 
uh like like we uh like we do well you know when spider-man came along you couldn't shut us up about spider-man yeah um and, and you know the more that we can get of that the better but yeah i i am i am always motivated and whether or not it's to to be my own stuff or whether or not it's to go into a a different podcast a different stream you know uh i love doing my Naomi reviews with uh, Jane Theory. Jane Theory's uh, so fun. Oh, she's great. She's it? like a yin to my yang. We're like complete personality opposites. Uh, and so that's just like such a laugh to do uh, with her. And then doing my Batwoman reviews, I know that that's like content I can create where I, where I could go into the comment section and just be amused. Because I know that the people who are in the comment section are just going to be lapping up the the uh, the, the the roasting of it because that's all it that's all it is. To see the numbers grow on Friday Night Tights week on week is incredible. Yeah. To see the chat, to read the chat, to see the the memes that come through from the chat um, are so funny. Um, and and the positive when I say the positivity in the chat, it's like. When you think of, of a stream that has nearly 13,000 people watching for a significant period of time every week, and the chat just is, is having a gay old time, you know, then, you know, it's not like, you know, you get the odd comment, sure, but it's just like, it's just crazy to think of how big that is, but how positive the chat is, uh, and, and how kind of much support there is from there. Um, God, yeah. I mean, things like that just they just lift you. They just they just lift you really high, and then you just make sure that you surround yourself with people that keep your feet on the ground. Um, and That's Gary and I, do, right? whenever we speak, you know, in more often than not, we end conversations with "keep humble, keep your feet on the ground," and that's how we we tend to end a lot of our conversations together. We always we always try and just make sure. You know, we'll talk about how excited we were about this and how great this was and how wonderful that is. And um, and we'll just talk about our normal kind of stuff that we talk about, which is our normal kind of like fandoms and stuff. But we'll end conversations with keep keep humble, keep grounded and work hard. That's that's what we do. That's how we tend to, to do that and uh, keeps you honest. So coming to the States anytime soon? Uh, I got, I got, uh, I'm not sure because I've been putting, <laughs> well, I've, no, I've been legitimately putting something off for a long time. Yeah. I keep saying yeah, to yeah, people yeah. it's nothing to worry about, but, uh, I've been putting something off for a, a long time. I've got to have something operated on and, um, it's going to take me out of commission for a bit. So, you know uh, how much you were missed at Vegas. I hope you felt that. Well, when Jeremy, uh, turned, like phoned us up or gary phoned us up and then they held the 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 phone up and they went it's ours and there was that jeremy said there was like an absolute roar when it when it came so that was um that was pretty cool hey keep them keep them treating me and keep them keen i mean yeah like it's it's uh i think it would be i'd love to meet you man i think it'd be awesome I'll, I'm definitely going to come over at some point. You know, you'd probably there'll just there'll shake point. my hand and be done with me, but that's all right. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll big by... time you. I'll just big time you. You'd be like, hi, Az, and I'll be like, <laughs> and I'll just move on to the next person. I'll just It was like you. the last time I was on Friday Night Tikes was in Vegas. I literally sat down and all they did was show memes of me and they were like, all right, 
Then they were like, you had, a, you had a chance to be on Friday Night Tires and you decided to go and lie on a sofa and fall asleep instead. All right, so that's not that's not what happened. That's what happened. I was at the no no no. I was at the pool, and then Jeremy calls me and he mm. goes, "Hey, where are you?" And I was like, "I'm at the pool with Krista." And I was like, "He goes, well, J- Gary said that you're gonna you might be on tonight." I was like, "When did he tell me that?" And he goes, "He said he messaged you." And so then then Gary grabs the phone. He goes, "Check your messages. I'll see you soon." And they hang up on me. So sure enough, I go and I check and he mentioned it like six months ago. He did mention it, though. So he wasn't lying. So I was like, oh, shoot. So sure enough, I got an Uber. I went over there and then Gary <laughs> Gary gets up and he looks at me and goes, we'll get you on in one minute, man. And I was like, no, I was like, no problem. So I just laid down and I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> but they got me on. Anyway. I was just like, do you remember what I said to you when you eventually got on that? Podcast. Yeah, you were saying why am keep I not coasting? At- keep coasting, dude. It'll work yeah. out for you. Just keep coasting. <laughs> I said my life was pretty good, though. My life is pretty good. I'm at when, 50, you, when you said I haven't quite worked out this YouTube business, you weren't fucking lying, mate. Oh man, come on! I'm not doing that bad. I'm not doing that bad. I'm working on like three channels, and this podcast is doing really well. Hey, I got like a. An, a weird offer from Odyssey. Did, did you did you know about that? No. So yeah, I know you don't keep up with things, but it's okay. Like uh I didn't get that in my J News Daily <laughs> email. They uh they wonder what's going I, on with Jay today. Let me just check my I email know, for J News who, Daily. I know who cares, right? It's uh anyway, they sent me a message wanting me to be exclusive over on Odyssey, and they I don't know yet. They're gonna send me like some kind of some kind of details and stuff like you know, that. You so. know why they haven't contacted me? Uh no. Can't afford me. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, at least for me. I mean, I'm probably a lot you less know what? cheaper they can't than contact that. you. They can't afford me. Can't afford you. Why? But what, what do you mean? I'm a simple guy, man. Like with simple things and like I'm like I don't need a lot to keep me happy. <laughs> You know, listen, I hit 50K. I never thought in a million years that that would even be humanly possible with the kind of stuff that I put out. I mean, I do my best. Okay, let's play a game then, Jay. Let's play a quick game. Out of that 50K. Yeah. How many do you think you got through shout outs from other people? Wow. 10? 40,000? Wow. 49? 49,000. 49,000. You really think it was that much? Man, you just make you just taking me down a notch, aren't you? <laughs> you can just see the soul like dripping off my body, and it feeds me. Uh, my soul, my soul is feeding you. So when people lose their soul, it feeds uh, me. To, to, let's see, yeah. I had ten thousand. I know I built on my own. The shout out started around ten. They actually didn't really do much for me. Uh, every time I was mentioning on Friday All right, Night so Tires, you're, what you're saying is don't shout you out anymore. Gotcha. You guys gotcha. haven't said my name on that show in months, so it's all and it's it's not that I'm expecting it. I just it, it is what. Wait it a minute! Is. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Didn't there was a bit of footage that you showed right at the beginning of this stream? I was on Chrissy Myers' podcast, and that's because I sent a super chat. Yeah, but <sighs> yeah, you just did said. That super, don't... Did that super chat say shout out my channel? No, not at all. Exactly. 
But you said don't shout out that channel. That's what your uh Yeah, but don't shout out that channel so people are like what channel? I hear what that... you're saying. Dear God. Listen, I, I am fully aware that my channel was built on Gina Carano. Trust me. If she didn't show up on my channel, I'm fully aware I would be, you know. I know. But would you still come on though if I was still back then? You know, that's the that's the probably, right? Maybe. No. He's just drinking and uh yeah, just uh all right, then maybe some questions don't need answers and we'll just uh continue. Hey, listen, I gotta say I'm very When's Gina Carano on next. When it <laughs> uh do you want the date? Yes. I can't give it yet. Okay. We just spent Christmas together. I mean, it's all good. But the uh she'll probably she'll probably be on like Friday night tags more than my channel if she's gonna You're promote right. movies and stuff. We just spent Christmas together. So yeah, it's not like yeah. <laughs> Here it comes, everyone. I'm just saying. And listen, you guys have the privilege of being on an amazing show. Uh, it's awesome to watch. You guys have like such a great bond with everyone over there. Like it, it's it's awesome, you know? It's awesome. It is. I I like uh for me, I like doing this, I like doing the podcast stuff because I just I love what gets me going is hearing people's story, what keeps them motivated, what you know, how you went from one place to the next and how you keep going it's just it's very uh you gotta you gotta you gotta be motivated you gotta be motivated you can't do this if you're not people can see through you if you're not they can see they can see the lack of energy they can see the lack of desire if you're not you've got to want to do this and i and like i said i i legitimately believe in this stuff i legitimately believe in our franchises i these aren't decorations. These are things which I have because I am blessed to be able to have them now, which I never had before. And and these are, I look at these and different things mean different things to me. They used to tell me different stories. They give me different memories. What's your uh, favorite? What's your favorite toy right now? Toy? Well, uh, I mean, I, uh, ooh, it's a I mean, I do have a one in three statue of Azrael Batman downstairs in my front room. Oh. Which I is, mean, this is not. This is just okay, but this is like this is like my favorite. For... Do you know, I know. Do you know why I didn't get that? Do you know why I didn't get that? I didn't think. I didn't think it did Gina justice. Yeah, I. I think. I think. Uh, I mean, it's a great statue, but I think. Uh, I think Gina's a, a much more beautiful one. I, I and, bought and it I, because I thought they were going to cancel it. Like they yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so it was yeah. like one of those things where I was like, let me grab it before it gets, and then they didn't. You want to know Still the most expensive? One. one of the most expensive toys of my I just was got it something, today. Was it something Gina gave you? No, it's this dumb thing right here. What the fuck is that? What is, is that? Is that your handbag? Is, is that where you put is, your makeup? It's a popcorn bucket that you could get oh, at what? Disney. People online are spending thousands of dollars for this thing right here. What? Yeah. Why? That's how crazy these Disney people are. Like, this is a figment popcorn bucket that they had limited quantities. Uh, that's like a like 20 bucks. And if you went on eBay when they first let them out, they were over people were buying them for over a thousand dollars. 
there's a thing called Disney resellers when like Disney or Universal or the theme parks like release a limited item. People go there and buy as many as they can and resell them on eBay for ridiculous amounts of money, like ridiculous amounts of money. And people I look, they're going to keep doing it. if People buy, you know, like they just they just keep uh, they keep doing it. So that this pl- piece of plastic is worth more than that Gina Carano statue at the moment. I'd rather so, I'd rather have that. Yeah, look at that. Like my Huntress or my Catwoman or my Batman or my Batgirl. I'd rather have any of those. All the stuff I got from Gina, she signed it with the wrong name. So she signed it Joey. All of my Joey stuff is back there. <laughs> she likes oh. you that much. Yeah, yeah. She no, likes you no. that much. She couldn't even get your name right. That's well. It was a combination of her name, her middle name Joy and Jay. So just wanted to throw that out there. So you stole a guy called Joey's Gina Carano merchandise and tried to palm it off his. <laughs> I did have an offer that somebody wanted to uh, buy that. His name was Joey. Uh it was a quite that, quite a nice offer. So, that would be quite good that his name is that. I was like, I was like, uh, Gina, would you sign another one for me if I sold this one for this? <laughs> hey, Gina, if I sold your presents, <laughs> would you sign some more presents for me? I bet she's well chuffed with that one. She was just like, really? <laughs> do you mind if I read some super chats, Azza? Do you? Yeah, have- I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly nip the uh, Lou. Yeah, no problem. So I, I, I will BRB. No problem, no problem. Uh, real quick. Uh, let's see. Lady Art says, there's a strong possibility that I'll fall asleep, so I'll just leave this here for you gents and catch you in the morning. Happy Valentine's Day and a great weekend for 249 pounds, I think. Thank you. My man, Mr. Prime for five, as is so awesome, and I'm so glad I'm not the only one who thought a character in the recent Garbage Doctor Who season looked like Kilimanjaro knockoff. Oh, Killmonger knockoff. Sorry. I really need to like make the words bigger on this page. Mr. J for a hundred. My man from Denmark says, all I can do right now is smile. This is the best thing to happen in a long time. Oh, and drunk. Can you thank ass for getting me into your community? Almost eight years with ass. Then he brought me over to geeks and gamers. Everybody. Thank you so much. Mr. Grant Gregory for two, two handsome devils on YouTube. Oh, ass is missing all the praise. I'll tell him. Uh, Robert says, you both have a blessed soul, Jay, and ask, sorry I'm late to the stream, had physical therapy today for my shoulder. Be blessed. Be blessed to you too, brother. My man, Mr. Pena, says, sup, asshole. <laughs> Romy sends a $20 super chat, says nothing. Uh, hey, Jay, are you interviewing Sean Connery's hot brother, As? Awesome. For 10 <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Maybe. My man, Craig, for 2 thank you. Norwegian, Kryptonian. Uh, Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes will lead this year's Oscars. Wow. Wow. Is that true? They just don't care anymore. My man Nick for five. Oh, my God. Two of my favorite people on the same place at the same time. If only Gary was here, uh, it would be a trifecta of perfection. I'll let Gary know. A troubled green for five. Hey, as Oh, these are all for as I should wait till he gets back. Uh, let me skip some... 
Uh, Scott for five says, hello, baby face. I can't believe I made a rare Monday live stream. Today's a great day. You know what's coming is wham. You want me to play that so bad, don't you? Low watermark for 50. As online forums have the concept of active members versus total members, does YouTube... These are questions for Az. I'll have to get wait till he gets back. Uh, I think they're all for Az, right? Here we go. Robert for five. Love what you do. Love what you and Az do. Much respect. Thank you. I'll just get to the ones where $5. Jay and Az, love you guys and everything that you're doing. Steering this 58-year-old from everything woke and broke. Thank you for the super chat. Bear business for 10 Today's an example of YouTube mind reading as this April Fool video just appeared when I refreshed the main page, but I cannot get today's video uh, from my subs. Hot dog. Team Worm for five. Lord of the Rings looks like a generic CGI fantasy and there's no star power attached to it. So if it's not a uh, production value and not a talent, where did the money go? That's uh, an excellent question. Uh, let's see. Nerd Cookies, first time I had Jay on my channel. That was cool. When was that? That was a while ago, wasn't it? George for five. What did you two think of Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes? I grew up with the character and I thought it was different, but similar to the character. I have to ask as Robert for five. You two keep fighting. There's a small group of people that are trying to destroy these franchises. Epstein's Ghost for five. Jay Snake Gina from Az. Damn it, Jay. Follow the bro code. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. I really didn't know. Um, Sang49 for five. Loving this podcast. Love for you, ass. I hate asking, but I have to. Any small tips for doing videos on the side for YouTube? Admire both of you. I think he gave a lot of tips. Uh, just, just do it. Just get started. I am fourth for 25. The little book of Azrans needs to be on the shelves by Christmas. Dylan for two, objectify the like button, everyone. Beef Panda, Jay, it's been a long time. You deserve a promotion. You are hereby promoted King Jay. Congrats. Thank you. Beef Panda, as when you uh, when you come, you got to sing Coming to America on the plane ride. I'll have to let him know. Johnny64 for five. I need to see as in Orlando. You're the best, bro. Looking forward to meeting Jay too. Beef Panda, OJ, I've been meaning to tell you this. Uh, buy you a 180 VR camera and do walk around the park. It's awesome. I'd watch the hell out of that. Young Ripa's shoulder hair for a dollar fifty. That's interesting. Um, I have a couple here. They asked you some questions. Mm-hmm. One it says on as online forums have the concept of active members versus total members. Does YouTube give you any idea of how many of your subscribers actually are still active and engaging? Is there any uh, way to determine how many subs are stale? I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out. It'd be interesting to find out because when my when I sort of like left my channel, it was on a hundred and forty thousand subscribers, and then it went down over that year. It went down about ten thousand to one hundred and thirty thousand. And then when things started picking up again, it started picking up from when it was around about 130,000. And now I'm just on the verge of 300,000. So I would say I probably have somewhere in the region of like 100,000 active, maybe even like 200,000 inactive. 
I don't know. It'd be interesting to find if anyone knows how to find out. It'd be interesting to find out. But whenever I have my meetings with my managers, they don't bring up those those optics. I don't even know if they know those details. But it'd be interesting. I don't know any of that. Uh, Dr. Rachel Lindbergh, really loving this conversation. As is very well spoken. Happy Valentine's Day, you two handsome men. Thank you. I found. Uh, I went looking for something and I found it because you're talking about things which. Uh, either expensive or mean something to you. Well, this. Oh, this oh, here wow. is something that I won at a, an auction. And this is actually the lithograph. Is that what you call it? This is actually a plastic sheet over a print screen. And this is the the Japanese Dreamcast Fantasy Star Online advert. This is what they use to print the advert. So this is a -a one-of-a-kind thing. And Sega did a charity charity auction years and years ago. And I picked this up. So this is the only one in existence. Wow! And, uh, it was a it was a really it was a really fun game that I I enjoyed playing. So I uh, I managed to uh, to snap that up. So it, it could have zero value. It wouldn't matter. It, it but to me it. it Your microphone's a off a little bit. Sorry. Oh, there we go. To me, it uh, to me it might it might have no like commercial value, but to me it's uh, it's a great piece which I love. Uh, Marksman says, mm-hmm. was going to buy some figures. Then I thought I should send the anime to Az. Would you like a copy, Jay? It's an 80s mecha anime. Uh, yes. Ooh. My peel box is in the description. I love that stuff. Feel free. Uh, a lot of people just saying, Az, I love what you do. Az, please keep it up. Az, stay strong. Az, we love you. Um, someone called you Sean Connery's hot brother. Wow. Uh as very fan, handsome, brother. you're a handsome devil. That's uh, that's, <laughs> that's what uh, Alec uh, Alec Jones said, which made us all laugh. I got one. It says you're. Oh no 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 no. That's uh, yeah. I think that that's it. Uh, today's example of YouTube mind reading. As this April Fool video just appeared when I refreshed my main page, but I cannot get today's video uh, from my subs. That's uh, YouTube. Called him Hot hmm. Dog. That's how things what work. Dog. That's how things work. Uh, Beef Panda says, Jay, your Voltron isn't in your background anymore. I'm disappointed until as we're making a Coming to America 3 starring him. Uh, we're race <laughs> I ha- I put my uh, Voltron, in case we got into a toys conversation, I, I mm. put it next to me. Nice. So, I that's like all. It. The only problem is like, I don't know, like I can't take these off. Mm-hmm. Like they're like stuck. So I oh, there is take there it. is a version that you can. No, I can, but I like it's so old. Like oh, okay, okay. Break when I uh, when I pop it off. So I'm like, I got a, I just in front of me, for instance. I got a, I got a fan toys cup. Oh, look at that! Which is just in front of me because these are, these are my three favorite Transformers of all time. Uh, Cup, Blur, and Hot Rod. Um, I love them from Transformers the movie. So there's the Fantoys uh, Blur. 
chilling out with his sniper rifle. That's, That's awesome. The, the pose on these are incredible. You can do some incredible poses. Then, of course, hot rod. This is the hot rod version, not the Rodimus Prime version. This is the hot rod uh, with his uh, visor down as well. Did you like that Transformers movie? Oh, I loved it. They killed off all the original characters in like yeah, the first Yeah, because they wanted to sell new toys. <laughs> uh, Kelly Fertus is Gary Fierce. I wasn't Gary not prepared. I know she says that. I have no idea what she means. Uh, Zero says, Hail Jane ass. Thoughts on the upcoming Batman? I'm trying to be positive. I am a little nervous, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go in with a positive frame of mind. This is, I think there's a story. This is a two hour 47 movie. There is a story that, that the trailers are not telling us. It's too long not to have uh, a, another story going on. So whatever that is, don't know, but we're going to find out soon enough. Last question is, if you had any advice, oh, wait a minute. That's the one I forgot. Shamelessly begging you to read my first super chat. Yeah, I, you're right. This is how bad I am at YouTube. Uh, a Trouble Green says, Hail as I love your insight into storytelling. You always know what works and what doesn't. What would you say is, an, uh, is the element that makes a story engaging? Oof. Um, I, I mean, my personal belief is, is people gravitate to people. So if, you're, if your characters are not believable, if your characters are not relatable, then I, I don't think your story is ever going to work. Um, and so people are, are more interested. It doesn't matter whether it's a fantasy universe, a sci-fi universe, a grounded universe. Uh, you have to relate to the characters still. They have to have motivations, uh, desires, beliefs that you can comprehend. You don't have to believe them yourself, but that you can comprehend and, and at least empathize with um and we see so much superficiality today in tv shows these characters are completely unrelatable and so if you can't relate to the character how can you have any compassion or interest in that character i think the eternals was a prime example of that there was nothing there for anyone to you know who who gave a shit about them just who, who i didn't give even a want to see it so no i mean i i I watched it because I'd had it on good authority that it was really terrible. And so I thought, excellent. There's a payday. <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, yeah, I just didn't. I, I, my Disney Plus subscription ended and I was like, that's it. I didn't even renew it. Shellback for $2 says you both are awesome. Now can I get a hot dog? Hot dog. There it is. And last, then we're going to add Kelly for two, 3PO, House of Dragon, Flame or Flop. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's the upcoming Game of Thrones prequel about House Targaryen and shit. I was thinking they, they were talking about Bruce Lee. So I wish. <laughs> He's a bit dead, though, so... I liked Game of Thrones, you know, just like everybody else that last season. You were just like, Wow. That's that's too bad. That's too bad. You know. Uh, they keep coming. Zero says Ash should join the Geeks and Gamers Mario Kart stream. I think that's like four in the morning for him mm. when we're playing. 
Jeremy said he might he's he, he might try and um <clears throat> get one which is a bit more time affordable for me. And I yeah. told him that I've never played Mario Kart and he said we don't care. Yeah, I, I'm terrible. Out of all the games, I'm like, that's the worst game ever. But anyway, it's been two hours. I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming on uh, this humble, small channel and uh, gracing us with your wisdom and love. <laughs> it is good of me, isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. very good of you. You should, uh, you know, walk your head hell high. You even had a bathroom break in between. So... Mm it's uh it's pretty good honestly seriously as it's it's been great knowing you like through the years and stuff it's it's uh it's pretty awesome to see where you three hundred thousand is like right around the corner yeah just hit so. two hundred ninety six thousand last night so just it's almost four, there just four thousand away from 300k which is i never uh, thought i could get anywhere near I never thought I'd hit 100k. Never mind 300k. So that's where I'm at. I didn't think I'd do 50. But you motivated me in Vegas. Grinded it out. Now look at look where we are. Just keep coasting. That was an insult, by the way, Jay. I know. But see, <laughs> sometimes in America, it's like when you're saying that, "Hey, man, I'm coasting." Like it's yeah, I'm I'm doing good. So I'm doing good. <laughs> so you know. That's that. That's why I guess it, it took me a minute. Minimal a minute effort to be like, and into it. That's what it means. Took me a minute to be like, wait, is he insulting me? He's uh, British. Oh. Is that an insult? <laughs> God bless you guys. This will be on Spotify in a few days, and uh, we're gonna keep it up for people that I know across the pond wanted to listen, but they couldn't uh, because they were sleeping. So we will catch you on the next podcast. We'll probably be next uh monday so we try to do these on monday so thank you so much for being here we'll catch you next time thanks for listening we hope you were inspired today to hear more of the conversation check out our patreon or become a member of the channel and don't forget to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts we really appreciate it we'll catch you in the next episode and welcome to the rebellion